one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On today's podcast... Oh my God, I have trust issues. We actually can give some advice on this and it's not terrible. In our marriage, we don't have time to cheat on each other. Yeah. My God, my wife has crippling anxiety. <laughs> she loves to use your drugs. I have to say, I didn't trust you right away. Everyone lies about farting. <laughs> I'm not on anxiety drugs, by the way. You don't have to tell your wife everything. I trust you in a town literally full of strippers. Your standards went way down and enter Penn. 100% of the women I know have secret credit cards and I celebrate you. Yeah. And also give yourselves a pat on the back. This is a deep one. It's the Holderness Family Podcast. Let's get started. This is Kim Holderness. And this is Ben Holderness. We are the Holderness family. We are on the Facebook and the YouTube. Yep. People watch our videos. They're corny. They're cheesy. But hey, this is a podcast. And the, our whole goal in life is to make you laugh. But in this this podcast, we hope to make you laugh, but maybe think a little bit too. So we're talking about trust today, which if you don't have any trust issues at all in your life, you might be a robot or who who knows. Um, I think everyone's got a little bit of it in their lives, right? It's hard to trust everything these days. Yeah, and, and I think, and that's what it is. I think that it, whether it's social media or it's just, you know, the fact that I we have this amazing online community and I don't ever have to leave the house, I have discovered I trust very, very few people. Um, and my husband kind of gives a masterclass in this podcast. Is it? A, is it? He is the most trustworthy person I know, and he is the only person that I've been in a relationship with that has not cheated on me. So um, <laughs> I, I think that, crazy. Um, and, and we do talk a lot about how he is, he's done a good job, it, although I'm like, I was very, like I hold people with admits, I'm very careful with people, but I have 100% confidence in him. So how he was able to kind of like deal with my crazy after a few bad relationships, um, that being said, we're giving advice on like having to build trust. We have not walked the path of infidelity. So if you're looking for like, but I know it can happen. So although we're going to bring up some issues of infidelity, um, we are not experts on this because in this relationship where we're in, we have not walked that. Um, so I'm just giving that as a disclaimer because you know, I love a disclaimer. You are disclaimer, Diane. Okay, you Karen, really if you're on the treadmill and I know Karen is on the treadmill right now or Susie who's listening on her commute... Thanks for being here. And also, Susie, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, when you're when you're parked, when you get when, you're, when parked, you're lawfully parked, could you please hit the subscribe button? That makes a huge difference in uh, our ability to do these. And thank you guys so much for listening, and hope you enjoy this one. are regular listeners to this podcast which I love and adore you uh, you've heard us talk about this book we're writing yeah our, our goal in this right is to help people that are in relationships right it is I mean it, and and we're also in a relationship we and, are and we realize as we're writing this that while there are plenty of things that we don't know 
still don't know how to do. Um, we have communicated enough and have been together and have been close enough that we actually can give some advice on this, and it's not terrible advice. It's not, it doesn't totally suck, is no. what we're learning. But also, it's really it's fascinating how it's uncovered. I've gone through a lot of therapy, but it, I've uncovered still things about myself and how I deal, not just with you as my primary partner, but with the circle of friends I've built. And I... So every, literally every therapist I've ever gone to is like, oh, you have trust issues. Like that, they're like, oh, they, you just don't trust people. And I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. I have a large group of friends. I have this devoted husband. Like, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, but then when writing this, I'm like, oh, my God, I have trust issues. <laughs> we're, we're definitely, writing this book is a deep dive into us. Like, yes. we don't, I don't think we'll need therapy for a while or we'll need a lot more. Or I'm we'll just sure. need a lot more time to I don't know which it. one it is, but there is, there is so you know, in order to write a book, it's harder, just newsflash, it's harder than just sitting down and talking like you're in a podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think where it comes from, I handle, <laughs> so Penn made this kind of like analogy of me is that, you know, when the, like I tiptoe it, when the water's really cold at the beach or in the pool, like you kind of like get in with your toes and then you get up to your ankles and then you'll eventually get to your knees. And like, that's how I handle relationships. Right. And by the way, it's it's not an analogy. It's literally. It's literally you, how I get into in, the pool. So, so I'll paint a picture for Kim. It can be 90 degrees. Unless the unless the water is bath water. And the water can be just a little refreshing. Just no. a little refreshing. I need to ease my way in. But, and and she'll put a, a ankle in. And meanwhile, I am in like I, I I run as fast as I can. Yes. When I go into the ocean and I stay in there for a second. Sometimes I'll stand and then get right back out and be like, sweet, that was awesome. I was in the ocean. Um Kim will uh she does not like to get splashed. Oh, don't splash there, me. There's, there's another metaphor to that. She does not like to get encouraged or told <laughs> to hurry up by anyone, including adorable children. Yes. She likes to go into the water on her own? own time. But once she gets in there... I love it. She, she loves it and she stays forever. Yes. And so that is how I build relationships with people. Um, and I don't, I don't think that a gradual process is a bad one, but I think that I... I definitely hold people with oven mitts is how I describe them. I have very few people on in my life, like I could write them on a post-it note that I let in totally completely. Even one of our very best friends, Julie, we've had her on, I think because I, I cried about Ruby and she's like, you know, I've never seen you cry before. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. But I don't show that side because I cry a lot if you listen to the podcast but I don't show that to a lot of people so um except everyone who listens to your podcast I know because you know but if I had to like sit down in front of them like and to have coffee with them which I would love to do one day it would be it would be harder for me to to do that but I think but like but let's back it up a step like let's talk about why I don't think you like come out of the womb with trust issues I think but I I think that there were just my there were some marriage relationships that I looked up to as a child that there was infidelity in those. Um, and then there was, um, I was a magnet for guys who cheated on me in college and after college, like up until I dated Karen and the treadmill just went, what I, you, you're amazing. You're a smoke show. You're a straight up 10. <laughs> That's what everyone is screaming into their, no, him. You but, cheated on Kim? Stop. I mean, but me, no, but, but how, didn't yeah. Halle Berry's husband cheat on her? It's, I mean, if, if somebody could cheat on Halle Berry, anybody could be cheated yeah, it on. It seems to not be super related to how hot you are. It's not related to how hot so you are. So if you get cheated is, on out there, if you're listening, it's not because you're not hot. You are super hot. Yes. Um, but I would say if I dated, I would say every person I dated um, not my little high school boyfriend because he's real sweet and we've established that. But every person I dated up until Penn Holderness cheated on me multiple times. And so in a relation, that's why I am always fascinated that I have this husband. Like you're going, like your bags are packed as soon as we hit stop on this. You're heading to the airport. Yep. You're going on a trip. This is, happens to be a work trip, but you go to, you have these guys trips several times a year. I don't even give it a second thought. I trust you implicitly, which is like, 
weird for me because I trust nobody like that. And that's where I feel like you could give the masterclass on how to build trust because I am probably, it is hard to earn my trust and you have it completely. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate it. And you have nothing to worry about. Um, I, so <laughs> there's this little, this is just a little joke that we have with each other because <laughs> um, I, I think at one point, who who is it? Did I say it or did you say it? I think I said it. You you were having this a, a, a somewhat insecure day, and you know people have those insecure days. Even though you say that you trust me implicitly, yeah. there will be those days you'll have like a bad dream that that there's another woman involved, or you'll just kind of feel down on yourself, and you'll think, "Man, I really hope my husband is staying true to me." And I think you brought that up to me one time, and instead of saying, "Why would I ever cheat on you?" <laughs> yes, the answer was. I said, "When would I ever cheat on you?" <laughs> It's so true. In our marriage, we don't have time to cheat on each other because yeah. we're around each other all the time. And I, this is not a laughing matter. I don't want to make light about this. And we should also talk about how, like, in this relationship that we have, we have not experienced infidelity, but so many marriages and so many relationships do. Yeah. And it that is not a path we have walked on in this relationship. Um, I have to say, I dated a guy for six years before um, I met the penster and he cheated on me many times and we tried to kind of recover from that because you know we both thought like oh well we're gonna get married um and we were not able to how did you recover i'm wondering about that well we're not together no but how in the in the moment did was there like therapy or was were there words we, of went, we went to it we went to therapy you um, did okay we did um how does i don't even know what that looks like like you were you were fairly young when that happened. So, right? it, well, it comes down to what the therapist, yeah, it was like in my 20s. And so the therapist is like, this has nothing to do with what he did. This is, Kim, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and you have to be able to trust yourself. So, th because I okay. have to, if I invite this person back into my life, I have to trust that I'm not going to freak out every time he goes out of town, which I did. Ah. I became like this person that I didn't even recognize. So he would go out with his friends or go out of town. And I was, if I didn't get a call or a text or whatever, I guess there was, was there texting? Yeah, I think there was texting back then. I was, I went bananas. And whereas if How I did, did that manifest itself, did you call back? Did you text? Were, uh, I, yeah, I became Did psycho. you like drive to where the no, person was? I or? didn't like put on a diaper and cross the country. No, um, <laughs> no, but I became- Hashtag NASA. Sorry, I, go ahead. I became a little crazy town and I did not, like how that felt obviously so i'm asking all these questions because this is a side of you i've i've never seen and i didn't know about and this is the first time i've heard about it uh and that's bonkers yeah and right? because you know that i'm not so if if he didn't call if he didn't like report back at a scheduled time i was like obviously he's sleeping with somebody so then i think then the last time because there was like i you know fool me once Shame on whatever fool me. I don't know. I'm a fool. Is you how can't be fooled again. Yes. <laughs> so after again, this is like not like if if you're going through this, I'm very sorry. We don't. I can laugh now, but I think like he cheated on me for like the maybe fifth time, maybe that I know about, and then um, I had a girlfriend who was like, "You're in an abusive relationship right now. This mm -hmm. is this is abuse," and. You, this is like women get stuck in this. Women get in this, and men too, and men too, but people get stuck in this cycle of abuse. And you're in a cycle of abuse right now. If you do not leave the cycle of abuse, you're like, you're just like, this is, this is insane. And, and I just, my eyes opened, the light switch flipped. I was like, you're right, I'm done. And thank God that, I mean, it took me a minute to get there, but I was done. And there was like, he came literally crawling back on his knees. He came back with an engagement ring. He came back with all these things, but the light switch was off. And I've heard this from a lot of women that it's like, once the switch is off, like we will work and we will stay and we will, we will dig deep for as much. But then when the light switches off, it was like, I, I, there was nothing that could convince me. And then I like moved and then like six months later, I met you. And what happened in between that time? I dated three Steves. <laughs> you went on what we like to call. The Trampage. But I didn't <laughs> sleep with them. But no, I, I just. I, I, don't like, I don't care about those things. I know. Okay, but, I care but, a little bit. But I, 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 <laughs> I don't. I went on my Trampage. I, here, here's what I want you to know. I, I don't really care about those things. I don't need details. <laughs> 
which I think is also, yeah. Uh, but I have to say that experience coupled with like other ones in there too. Like I dated, like up until him, I dated guys and it would just, they would, they would ghost me and I would find out like, oh, they were dating somebody else the entire time right. or, you know, like all those little situations happened too. But it got me into this mindset of, well, it's just better if I just don't trust anybody, you know, that's just safer that way, right? Like if I just like guard my heart and I don't give it to anybody, then I'm cool. And I feel like- That's how you felt for those six months? Yeah. Yeah. And then I met Penholderness. But I have to say, I didn't trust you right away. I think I had a connection with you right away. I think I saw you break dance and I was like, ooh, ladies, back off. That man is mine. And I wanted to trust you. Right. And I, I don't think anybody ever trusts anyone immediately. Right. But you that, right? you convinced me in like the sweetest way. And it's not like you never said, trust me, honey. Like, but like on a day-to-day basis, you showed me and you have shown me every day since then that now you you do you went to vegas what like last year with your guy friends and i I heard from you like once or twice and i was like okay cool like i trust you in a town literally full of strippers do you know how ridiculous our group of friends looks in vegas i know it's like also no offense to your group of friends i'm just throwing that out there i mean there's like a lot of middle-aged whoa (laughs) i want to party with those hungover guys A lot of like middle-aged men in a black blackjack. I want to watch them play blackjack <laughs> and draft fantasy football teams. <laughs> Somebody douse me with water. I am on fire right now. So there's some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. like, We're not, we're, we don't put our best foot forward on those trips. Um, well, but it's also it's like the sweetest thing. Like you're not you are not even aware that there are women around you because you're so excited to be like bro out with your like fantasy football draft. Well, I think there's there's also this kind of unspoken code. Like if you if you're not if you're not interested, and I I actually have like a system I can tell you about. Okay, tell me. Um, that that makes it it's it's already easy on me, but that makes it easier on everybody around me, mm-hmm. and hopefully helps instill trust in my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start by saying before we even do that. I, I mean, I have a past of of my past is more of like a sad puppy dog infidelity <laughs> thing. But like when I was in high school, I really, really liked this girl. Oh my gosh. To the point that when, when we weren't, when things weren't working out or like, I wasn't heard from her a couple of times. I didn't have phones. I used to drive by her house no. to like, see if like other people's cars were there. <gasps> yeah. Like it wasn't too far out of the way. I'd be like, I'm just going to roll by and see if someone's car is there. And, uh, so, I mean, that's just, that's an insecurity on my part. And that's, that that's kind of like young infatuation. And of course that led to me getting my heart broken um, because I had zero confidence in myself mm-hmm. um, and also um, was not projecting any sort of comfort in the person that I was trying to right. gain the affection from. So I, I guess like a little bit of what you just talked about, like the jealousy and the insecurity. It, I think it, if, if there's anybody out there who's never felt that way about anyone, um, either bravo or maybe you're not feeling hard enough. Maybe, maybe you have no feelings. Yeah. Maybe you're cold and heartless um, for which that I admire you. But I, right. But there is a trust. I think at minimum, you have to have a trust in yourself that yes. you, I think you can. Um, and I do know marriages, like we have marriages in our circle of friends where they have overcome infidelity. And I think it's because the person who, like the person who was like stepped out upon the person who did not commit the infidelity was able to forgive, but primarily it was a trust in themselves because you have to trust that you can, you can survive this. You, you can endure this and that you will be okay if this God forbid happens again. And that's where I could never get to with that person. Also, this person was not my person. Like a hundred percent, he was not my person. So um, I, I think something else I learned is like infidelity happens uh, in a relationship like that because there are many, many reasons. But one of the reasons is because like you're not getting what you need from that relationship, and we weren't right together, and we were like in our late twenties. Like that's bananas that we ever thought that that would work. So anyway, well, it worked great for me. Um, know, your I'm standards happy. went way down. And uh, that and enter pen. Well, so. no. And so I, you were coming into like, I, you know, had, you know, you know, terrible dudes. And then I had my three Steves. Um, by the way, one of the Steves cheated on me. 
yeah, Dr. Steve cheated on me. And then um, and then I met Penn. And so I kind of like went in with my, like I kind of went in with my Evan mitts, but you like do stuff that makes me feel good. Well, thank you. So there's, I, you asked me about this beforehand. Yeah. And I'm never the one who makes the list. Ever. So I tried and I've got five things. I Is five it. good? Yes. Is that a good start? A lot yeah. of times I come here with zero. Yes. So, um, this is the the list is how I build trust with my wife, mm-hmm. um, or it could honestly be with other people. But mm-hmm. I, I think for in this case, like with your person, it can be with mm-hmm. your husband, your wife. I think it could even be with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or who knows? Maybe someone will a use dog. this for like a dog or a coworker, or like you know, a fish. Um, how to get my fish to trust me? <laughs> my fish has trust issues. Okay, go ahead. This food is terrible. What is this? powder you keep putting in my tank no okay um all right number one and this is probably the toughest one but just build up a a a, a track record and a resume with um people who aren't your your person Mm -hmm. so show that you're able to instill that in other parts of your relationship a lot of times you know we're looking at you let's just say you and me we're looking at our relationship and we become very myopic about it and to get some perspective sometimes you have to look at other things Mm -hmm. and see how they treat them Mm -hmm. so like for example um with friends or with coworkers, uh or with i mean even like it could even be ex-girlfriends it could be anybody in your life um show this person that you are trustworthy in those senses be trustworthy with your children be honest with your children be honest with your parents your brothers, your sisters, and show that you can be loyal and relied upon in those parts Across of your life. Across all relationships. Yeah. yeah. Because if you can do that, um, then, you know, you can, I think you can look and see, oh, okay, well, just stepping away from this relationship, this person is still doing this. Right. Uh, so that's number one. Does that make sense to you? A hundred percent, because in my experience, the people who cheated on me and the, the people I know who, who have hurt me in the past not like people that i'm not wasn't in relationship with but that have hurt me in other areas of their lives they were not trustworthy so so in other relationships they they had problems and more than just our relationship and so so to build trust i think you can repair that but had to be very intentional about all the relationships in your life yeah Yeah. And, and conversely if you are someone who has a tough time being trustworthy in those other places maybe take a look at that and be more trustworthy well, yeah, if, just day to if, day. Yeah, if, if possible. Okay, number two. This one is this one's a little nuanced. And you mentioned that there were those times that I was in Vegas that you wouldn't hear from me, but a, but a couple of times. But I really do make an effort to over-communicate when we are apart. That is true. For the most part. Um, there are times when you are in the other room from me where you call me and yeah. I will decline it and say, leave me alone, I need a second. Right. If I am in a different state or a different time zone and the phone rings, I will drop what I'm doing and I will answer it. Uh-huh. Um, I could be in a nightclub. I yeah. could be in a bar. I could be in uh, the middle of a conversation with someone who I haven't seen for a while. I will say, hang on just a minute. That's my wife. I've got to get that. By the way, everyone understands. You can interrupt. Like You can always interrupt a conversation with anybody yeah. if your wife is calling you and you're out of town. Well, I think So here's that. I think people know 100% you are a good family man and that you appreciate your relationship with your wife. There are many relationships where they just assume that, oh, I, I obviously love my husband the most, so therefore I don't have to answer his call when he calls. Like he knows, he knows. But I think it's that being available is not, it's natural for you, but it is not an instinct for a lot of people. And I understand that. And so, look, and there's different levels of talking that people have with their spouse. Yeah, with you don't spouse. have to be like a level here's, five Klingon. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying whatever level of communication you guys have in normal times, when you're away from each other, step it up. Yeah, and not That's out what of, I'm saying. Yeah, and, and not all the time, but just make sure, don't become less communicative when you're away. Right. You know, and I, and I, and when I call you, it's not to make sure you're like, not cheating on me. I just want to like hear you and I'm right. dependent and I love you. By the way, this bumps into another law that has nothing to do with trust. It just has to do with like being fair to your, um, to your spouse. Don't over communicate like this. Uh, like if you're the one, like let's say Kim's out of town and I'm the one calling her. Don't call and say, oh. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Oh, honey, hi. So, oh, my God. Oh, sit. Show. Oh, you know, the, the the house is on fire. You know, I've got to cook three meals. And a, oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, but have fun. Love you. Bye. Like, don't do the guilt call um, when you're... That's a different podcast, yes, yes. Yeah, so over-communicate, but over-communicate. Like, I love you. I miss you. I hope you're having fun. Yeah. Um, talk to me. Like, if, you know, if, if you call and there's something rough going on, boy, I'm really sorry. That sounds really hard. But just, you know, the rule is is try not to... Drag them down. Poop on the person who's on the vacation yeah. if you're, or, or work or whatever yeah. when they're apart. So, so far we've got build a good track record with other relationships. We've got over communicate when you're apart. And by over communicate, that means just a little bit more or at least equal to how you communicate when you're around normally. It just makes people realize there's not something shady going on. Right. Um, number three, I celebrate how bad of a liar I am. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of a time when you've lied. Well, it's possible that I have and you didn't know about it. But at this point, you would have figured a lot of these things out, right? Yeah. Um, but I but I think that I know plenty of people in my life and have known plenty where lying is an instinct about little things and where it's easier to tell a lie to vo- avoid the discomfort and I think that's where that's the trust thing we're talking about is that I mean I ha- I can name probably 10 people that tell tell lies small ones to avoid the discomfort of the face-to-face awkwardness somehow you came out into this world and I think it's like a testament to your parents where you are you like cut through it and you are you you are you sit in that discomfort for i think like that discomfort lasts for like seven seconds you say the hard thing the first time and that is that is rare um so it's very good advice and we can all strive for that yes and you can start with little things mm-hmm. um i'll give you an example uh, d- did you did you just fart um <laughs> And maybe pause, let your, let your wife know that you have the opportunity to lie here. Everyone lies about farting. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yes, um, I did. did who, who, ate the, who ate the last cookie? Yeah, I mean, there's... You could easily blame it on your kids. Well, and I think there are like a little... There are little tiny things, and I think in a relationship, um, like financial infidelity 
is a big thing about like where people spend money and they hide that. That is a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that's a hard one. But like those like little those like little tiny things are opportunities to like prove how honest you can be. That being said, one hundred percent of the women I know have secret credit cards and I celebrate you. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> I do not. Uh, that's okay. I do the money in our yeah. family, so like I, yeah. So that's not. Yeah. So, but but like, find ways in your life where, let's say, you've been telling white lies, or or you want to tell a white lie, and it's just easier to get out of it, and just go the hard route and just tell the truth, and um, and that will help instill trust in all other parts. I, of your I think life. I struggle with this in business settings because I have in the past not had the hard conversations and not told not. To- not, not telling the truth is this one thing, but like avoiding the truth. Which you mean is when like, working with other people and trying working, to placate them? Yeah, that sort of thing? or yeah. if like if a piece has been edited or a piece you've, something's been written and I don't love it, I'll find a way around having that hard conversation. So, yeah, you're like you'll tell me how you feel about it and then I'll see an email like, hey, you're the best. Awesome. Yeah, I, like, I that I, sounds different from what I what was. Uh, yeah, I have a ago. hard time, and I and I'm I'm getting a lot better with it. But you uh, are, yeah, you are. It's so funny. Like a lot of times, you'll say something to me, and then I'll say it to the person, and you'll go, "No, honey," like, and you'll kind of throw me under the bus a little bit no, on that whole thing. I mean, but you're I, getting that. That was like five years ago. You're yeah. getting way better at that. Yeah, but I, I, and that's a that's a trust thing, right? And so that person's not going to really trust me. Okay, moving on. I, I love your list, honey. Did you not like that last part? No, I did. Okay, good. Okay, so that was three. That was so we've got uh, have a nice track record. We've got over communicate when you're apart. We've got celebrate how bad of a liar you are. Okay, this one is this is just something that I do for mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. and that anybody around me will see and they've actually noted before because um, as you mentioned, I'm like never out to do anything mm-hmm. with anybody, but I think maybe the fame and the, the the want to like come and say hello and the fact that i am like a tall friendly person i was like fame who are we singing fame no you think you're famous the the, the there are moments where we're recognized the, the yeah and so that like that kind of notoriety that comes with it and just sort of wanting to come up and talk um there have been instances when like it's it's kind of like a chat up in a place that and yeah. it, it starts to feel Pretty instantly, like, okay, this person could potentially be coming on to me. And that's happened before. Yeah. Um, whether or not I'm reading it right or not, and I'm, I'm very frequently, I, like, I don't know how to read those things. I, no, it but no, it the, either happens more than I've I think seen, or less than I've I think. I've seen okay. women flirt with you. Okay. Yeah. So I bring up my wife within three sentences, mm-hmm. no matter who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. I just do it. It's just, it just makes things easier. Oh my gosh. So one of our friends who I'm, she's, she really does want to meet somebody and she met this guy and she's like, Kim, there were sparks. There were like fireworks. I was within, they had the best conversation for like an hour and a half in a bar. Right. The best conversation. They go out to dinner. They have amazing dinner. And then she's like, okay, like things are going great. And he's like, well, you know, I got my kid's soccer game tomorrow. And she's like, oh, she was like surprised he had kids, but she's like, obviously you must be divorced. And he's like, yeah, uh, my wife is calling this man when, and she's like, oh my God, I totally read this wrong. I thought this was like a date. And they, they had, ju- they had met through friends in a bar and then peeled off and went to dinner. You would never do that. You would never peel off and go to dinner. No, like, ever ever but th- i'm like i'm like stay i'm like friend well, what, what what the hell was the guy doing the, I'm trying the, to, the was guy he like trying to decide whether or not it was go time and yeah. then when he bailed he used his wife as an excuse so but he was like out. he went two and a half to three hours before mentioning his wife which meant he at some point he was entertaining the possibility yes. of taking her home yes and so whoa whoa so i think that even if or, I, or he's single and he made up his wife and kids because he just didn't want to do anything else truth yeah, that could totally. That's happen. almost. I think more, that's a little more advanced that's, psychopath. It's right almost there. better though than being married and. I don't know. Well, let's 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 take it at face value. But I will say that even if your instinct is like, let's say you're having a rough time in your marriage, right, or in your relationship, and you are traveling for work, and because this happens a lot, I think you get into the practice of bringing up your partner within the first three sentences as a shield because 
if you were traveling for work, you're in a rough patch in your relationship, you were in a situation at the hotel bar, no good is going to yeah. come out of it. And that. a lot of times, like, even if you misread it, it doesn't matter. It, just do it with everybody. Yeah. Bring, like, it's, Eat men, women. Bring, like, up, bring up your wife. Bring up your wife. And then that, I want to hear how you bring up your wife. <laughs> we would have to have the actual conversation. Like, why don't you walk up to me? Hey, are you that Christmas jammies guy? I, I am. How you doing? I'm Penn. It's nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm from... Um, I'm from Texas. No way. You know what? My wife and I were at a tennis tournament <laughs> there about two months ago. It was fantastic. You, where are you from is the perfect entry point. Like, what do you do for a living? My wife has a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, let's like, what do you do for a living? I sell pharmaceutical. I'm a pharmaceutical. Oh sales. my God. My wife has crippling anxiety. <laughs> she loves to use your drugs. <laughs> I'm not on anxiety drugs, by the way. <laughs> she used to. She, I used to. Uh, um, yeah. Now um, she's doing better. <laughs> you want to call her? Ma- hey, hey, nice to meet you. I am a shark hunter. You know what? I like when my wife was out of town the other day. I took my kids to see the Meg. It is their favorite movie, but she will never watch you the can, Meg. You I'm pretty good at this. You're pretty good yeah. at this. Yeah. Like, try, try another one. Um, I uh, I'm the dude that like I watch I climb mountains free solo i'm the guy from free solo so our kids are going to they're going to go to camp and uh in california which is amazing right and my wife and i are like we've got to go find that what was the name of the mountain i don't know Did they climbed in on free Sur, solo i think yeah I but when know. we go on our romantic vacation that you're not invited to oh yeah um, <laughs> unless you're into like a you know group kind of thing um no kidding so I don't know. I haven't seen your list, but I will also say when somebody comes up to you, even if it's benign and it's like, my husband and I love your videos and they're, you know, can I get a picture with you? Yeah. They, so Penn, oh, you know my rule about that. So Penn yeah. has a rule that if it's a female, and by the way, this is not my rule. And I trust, if I saw a picture of him with another woman on the internet who that I'm totally fine with, but his rule, just because the internet is the internet he says that's great, and he he will pull somebody else into the picture, either her friend or his friend. So a lot of his friends are like in, in a, a random, lot of, in a lot of pictures, in a lot of pictures. So that I do think that the internet is a beautiful thing, but also can be squirrely. That if they're like, oh, I saw Penn Holderness flirting, and then you see a picture, and then it starts like you become a target almost. Didn't somebody try to like? Oh my god! Punch? Was it punch me? Didn't someone try to punch me at one point because I was? Talking to our next door neighbor. No, 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 like, no, no. Like, Here's what, a story. What, what and we called the, Michelle in our last podcast. You've heard Michelle. Can we call her back? Um, I, I feel like she doesn't want to talk about this one. <laughs> so we went to a we went to the Dave Matthews concert, and so Penn and Michelle were standing next to each other because I was talking to like her husband. I don't know, like just the way we were standing was kind of weird. And you guys were talking, and a dear friend, I again. There is no universe to which that was is like a thing, and so somebody, do I look like. Here's the other thing: Do I look like I'm down to to party? Like when I'm talking to people, <laughs> you're very. You know what it is? You're smiley, and you you do the hand on the shoulder thing, or you'll you'll get a little like, oh my gosh, that's a great, and you'll like grab a hand, like okay. so you can be. Should I do less little, of that? I'm not. I wasn't. I wouldn't even aware touch of that. people. I, but you don't touch strangers. You touch like Michelle probably said something, and you probably were like, "Oh my gosh!" And like, right. so and like maybe grabbed a boob or something. I don't know. I, don't, I know. don't I'm think I'm. <laughs> am I handsy? You are not handsy. Okay. Okay. Um, are you? Sh- I mean, this is me. Can right. Um, no, listen. Okay. No, 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 no. So here's please it. everyone out there listening. Please let me know if I'm handsy. You that's are a, not that's handsy. A, okay. Okay. Good. So so this woman comes up. She's like, "Hey," <laughs> she's like. She, she's like I can't believe how Penn is flirting with that lady and I looked I looked at the lady I was like what and like it was Michelle and I I peed a little I was laughing so hard I was like that's just imagining our- the two of us in a tryst this is the woman who I threw in front of a snake yeah this is a right. dear friend and our neighbor and there's like not a and anyway so I I just I was laughing so hard that I couldn't get the words out I was like we're fine we're fine yeah. here <laughs> and then I think you communicated it to Michelle and she started and laughing. And then she peed a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then her husband started. But everyone was laughing yeah. at the thought of yeah. this. So. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. so he takes pictures. And I think that you're like on the Facebook. And I th- I do think it's weird that like there are politicians that won't meet in a closed door meeting with like another female politician. That's bananas. Okay, guys. Like you should be able to trust yourself to like have a closed door meeting. But taking a picture... Like it just gets a little like the internet gets a little 
weird. And I think that we've been targets of enough stuff that like we just don't want to fuel that. So that's, I mean, it's an easy solution. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we just, just some life experience. And, they, and you usually end up seeing the picture on Twitter and they've cropped out the guy and like whatever. I know, you, really you, try, like, you try your best. <laughs> you do the best you can. Do the best like, you can. Look, it's his hand, honey, right there. It's his hand. That's Mitch's hand. <laughs> that pen holderness. He didn't seem very nice. So here's my last thing. I, yeah. I, I think I, it's just... So it, I wrote down, tell her everything. But I mean, you don't have to tell... You don't have to tell your wife everything. Sometimes your wife doesn't want to hear everything. Sometimes your wife is done talking at a point and they say we're at a stopping point right here. But I think there you can pick and choose sometimes to tell your wife something that's not easy to tell them. Mm-hmm. And if you tell them that, uh, I think that they'll, they will understand that, that you are an honest person. Um, what and- do you mean? Well, there have been a couple of instances where I've told you something that I really didn't have to tell you that did not make um, my life easier, but that think. I think helped build trust. Um, I told, like, so I told you when we were dating, I saw a girl that mm-hmm. I had not seen since college. We were just dating at the mm-hmm. time, right? And so I, I saw her in New York City and we like talked for a while. And uh, you called and I, you I, hung up. I, I, I didn't answer the phone. Yeah. Right. I remember that. And, then I, I talked to this girl for like five more minutes and I, and I, and I said to her, I was like, you know, I got to go. I got to call this girl. This was someone that I was dating. No, I remember. And, you and called I called me. you and I was like, I just hung up on you because I was talking to a girl from college and I wanted to finish talking to her. And I realized in the middle of the conversation that I didn't want to talk to her, that I wanted to talk to you and I wanted to tell you this. But you wanted to explore that. And again, we were just dating at the time. You're like, this is a girl I had feelings for in college. This is something I thought for a minute I wanted to explore and I didn't. And now I'm calling you. And I, um, again, this is when we were just dating. So it's like, diff- I think there's totally different standards. Um, I was like, that's, so I remember how I handled that was like, this is, I thank you for being so honest with me and I really appreciate it. Um, but the way, like my process now is to just like, oh, like I, I, I think it hit the pause button on our relationship development for a minute, but I did appreciate the honesty. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like we, if that's where we are, like, that's cool. Um, well, it never happened again. I had kind of a realization then I was like, holy crap, I'm actually like falling on a grenade when I totally don't need to, mm -hmm. um, because I think this is the one like that was that was kind of my moment. I was like this. I don't I don't want to talk to anybody else. I don't want to talk to anybody else ever. Aww. And so that was that I think I think I told you that shortly thereafter. Yeah. I, I know it wasn't easy on you. I know you didn't enjoy yeah. hearing it. I know especially someone with trust issues like it caused problems. Yeah. Um, but, but but also nobody there's never there was never a situation in my issues where somebody was honest with me and said, hey, listen, I just did this thing. Like, it was always like, it was caught. It was a friend had to tell me, or, you know, there was a picture or something. You know what I mean? So there was always, there was always, never, I always had to do the confrontation. Like, never did somebody come up and, and was honest. I'm pretty, what else What else have you told me that I wasn't? I So, I mean, it's not easy for me to say, but I do have these, like, irrational, like, fears of you with yeah. other guys. I have them... Um, and again, ir- irrational, right? Like I, I know all about irrational. I've had kids. I know that it doesn't make any sense, but I, 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 a lot of people I think internalize them because they're stupid. And a lot of times, um, their partners, the, the ideas are stupid, not the people, are but stupid. a lot of times the partners will get defensive and angry when they hear it. Like what, like what have I done to, to cause you to feel this way? Like right. this sucks. This is annoying. And honestly, in a lot of relationships, showing that fear and expressing that fear increases the possibility that something's going to happen if you talk about it what it does like especially like in high school uh okay you know what well, i mean? I, th- I think it's you are vulnerable enough and i think vulnerability is such it's like a skill you have to learn but you are vulnerable enough to say is like i had a really b-, and you do have these dreams in fact you've mentioned it before we've we've gotten a few emails from men going like thank you for sharing that because i have those visions too and i do know that like i've not done anything to that i think that and i i ask you, you this like how no, you haven't but i i ask you this like how can i help you like what do you need to hear from me that's going to make you feel better about this and it's like no we're good it's just like what happens in my brain and i think this happens enough um that 
Yeah, I mean, but you are you are vulnerable. You do share that. And I do know that on my end, I am so protective that I know I don't do – you do all these things and you remind me on a daily basis like you have earned this trust. Like you have like – you know, like sand in a jar, like it adds up. And so you have like, you have, you are full of like, I am like, I trust you implicitly. And when you have those visions, I'm like, maybe I haven't done enough to tell you or to show you. I don't think it's that. Well, because I I, I think it's the, I think it's the sum of me as a person. Mm -hmm. Just being like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I may come across as super confident and very sure of myself, but there, I mean, no one's a hundred percent confident and sure of themselves. There's always something that you're nervous about. And, um, you know, when you have a, a pretty good catch as a spouse, I think it's, there's reasonable, it's, it's reasonable that you can have that anxiety and also like, don't let it cripple you, but let you know, let it motivate you to be a better husband. I think let, I, let it motivate you to be a better person. A better person. Yeah. And I think that um, being trustworthy in a work relationship, in a parent relationship, in a in a like spousal relationship, it is really it it can be hard. Like I think you came into life probably equipped. You saw like such a good example. It is you know because your dad and mom, although they have you know we've we've talked about like your mom right now is has dementia alzheimer's like she's not aware of a whole lot your dad is so devoted to that woman you know like it has been brought up like oh well maybe you know he should seek he get con- companionship with somebody else right, and, and that, just, yeah just to d- clarify that is a common thing in oh. the Alzheimer's community, yeah. it is you. You have, <laughs> and it sounds crazy. And I, no judgment, right? There might be judgment out there, and all I can say is, until you uh, live it, um, just hang on. Yeah, but that that was kind of like brought up to your dad, and he that never, like, he never in a million years would do that. Right? Yeah, even if your mom didn't realize it, you know, like even if she wasn't aware of it. Um, and I, so I think that was kind of like, you have this amazing example, but not, not everybody does. In fact, I would say like most people don't have that example. So, um, there are plenty of things that everyone's parents have done that are bad examples. Right. And it seems like right around this time when, uh, when, when your parents get older, you start like celebrating some of the bad stuff and saying this, this, I got this from my dad. Like when it comes to parenting, I got this from my mom. Um, I, I do prefer to celebrate the good stuff and that's a really, I mean, there are so many good things, but you know, on my dad's side, I I had a great marriage that I looked at every single day and you know, I, I, they fought things, they fought, but they fought it out. There were, you know, there were little things he, you know, I think there was passive aggression and I'm, I'm I'm sure I like, it's one of those things where, okay, I got to check that. I got to work on that as well. Mm -hmm. But the, the, that deep down love, uh, was was something else, and I think that was built on trust too. I bet my dad did a lot of the things that I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think, it, and I think for somebody like me, I, I think maybe I need to do a better job in my daily life of just extending. Like I feel like we went. I went to this. I mentioned this last week. This workshop, and there was like 12 women there, and you know everybody's at like a different place in their like career development. But the most thing I felt, I felt, I didn't trust people enough instinctively to tell them 100% like exactly what I was feeling. Like I can come up with a canned answer better than anybody. And so like I am in the practice of in my daily life and my friendships about just trusting, like letting, allowing people to earn that trust. So. Very cool. My my flight's departing very soon. Okay, you gotta go. I have to leave. Um, I hope that you trust me on this trip. Um, <laughs> I love you. To not hook up with anybody on the airplane on the way to staying at a friend's house who has two children and a wife. <laughs> I think I should be okay. Um, I don't know. Like the, that one guy I dated, he would find a way. <laughs> I'm going to the home of Blake Bortles. Lola is so jealous. Uh, he's not going to the home of Blake Bortles. Anyway. Um, I am going to the home of Blake Bortles. Oh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Not like his home. Wow. You have a lot of information on Blake Bortles. You I know where he was raised? Place. No. 
Do you know where he was raised? No. Like near your mom. Oh. In Oviedo. Okay. Good talk, Good. everybody. Um, thanks for being here. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. If you made it this far, take a screenshot. And also give yourselves a pat on the back. This is <laughs> this is a deep one. Okay. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.